10 to 1, episode 14. Top 10 Animals. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. So before we made this list, in fact before we ever started podcasting, I didn't really have a favorite animal. Uh, I didn't really have a favorite color. And things like that just really bothered Brian. He really wanted me to pick a favorite color, pick a favorite animal. So we started making top ten lists and eventually that morphed into the podcast. And that is how I came to have... A favorite animal, and not just one, but ten. Yeah, so you're welcome. I suppose you did me yes, a favor. Yes, good has been done here. I did put a li- put in a lot of research to this. It mm. was hard to narrow it mm-hmm. down. I I just like all the animals. I uh-huh. just about all. All of them. I don't like a lot of insects. Right. That was actually going to be an honorable mention for my for the previous episode. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead and hit us with your number ten. All right. So my number ten. I don't know how to best to describe this animal. It's not regal. It's not sleek. It's not cool, necessarily. It's kind of a weird animal. It's the walrus. I don't know. It's just sort of... You think of it as just kind of this chubby... flabby. Yeah. Just kind of waddling around. It's got those big funny tusks coming out of its Uh mouth. It's got the big whiskers. But I don't know. The time has come, the walrus. Yeah, there's something about walruses. I don't know. It has has a cool name. Walrus. 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 Uh, so, I don't know. I, I just like the walruses and seeing them wander around. And... Waddle around? Yeah, so... so you just I just like things that waddle, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, here's some interesting walrus facts. That I, I think they're interesting, anyway. So, uh, did you know that morse is an archaic word for... Is the archaic term for a walrus? No, I didn't. Morse. So, just imagine if we had a walrus code instead of morse code. Huh. Yeah. But yeah. Morse was laid, was named after Samuel Morse. We would have had to have... Well, but Samuel Morse could have been Samuel Walrus. Think about it. Yeah, exactly. So, do you know what the walruses use their tusks for? Well, let me tell you. Of course, they use them for sort of male things, you know, showing their dominance and, you know, fighting over the females uh-huh. and flaunting them around. But they also use them, males and females use them, to help pull themselves out of the ice. Or out, huh. of, out of the water onto the onto the ice. So, huh. you know, they don't have fingers like we do to just grab up there. Yeah, I bet that would be helpful. So they just sort of Launch toss themselves. And... Yeah, yeah, toss huh. themselves up. So well, what about... I that was kind of cool. How do they do that, though? Because then they, they get the tusks stuck in the ice, and then the mm-hmm. back flippers are just kind of left awkwardly flopping uh, in the water. I don't know. YouTube it. Okay. So... I, I looked up for all these animals. I do want to see that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> for all these animals, I looked up the English term of venery. So venery is, speaking of archaic words, it's an archaic word for hunting. Okay. And so the terms of venery, you've heard of some of these before, but you might not have uh, known they were called terms of venery. And basically, this was a couple hundred years ago, a bunch of English chaps were sitting around oh, yeah. and just coming up with... better to do, apparently. Right, right. Coming up with names for groups of animals. Like, for example, a pod of whales instead of just a group of whales. So these terms of venery, they aren't necessarily used a lot, but, and, and there's no such thing as an official term of venery. It's just, you know, people made them up and some of them have just been in books 
and have never really been used. But anyway, I think they're kind of funny and cool. So I looked them up for all these different animals. So the English term of venery for walruses is an ugly of walruses. So instead of saying a group of walruses, you would say an ugly of walruses. Or you can use the, the boring herd or pod. Those are also acceptable. Uh, let's see. I also tried to think of what, what the most famous fictional animal was for each of mine. So the most famous fictional walrus, you had already uh, referenced it. It's the walrus of the Alice in Wonderland poem, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Not a whole lot of fictional walruses, and that's unfortunate, I think, because uh, I like walruses. And then one last, one last little tidbit. So there's a golfer. His name is Craig Stadler. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. Yeah, he's not. He's not a real famous golfer, but uh, he's kind of kind of a stout fellow. He's got a little mustache, and so his nickname is the Walrus. And he's kind of like a crowd favorite kind of kind of character. But anyway, he has a son named Kevin who is also a professional golfer now, and so his nickname is the Smallrus. Oh wow! <laughs> Which I love. So anyway, that's my number ten. The walrus, the mighty walrus. All right. Well, my number ten is the platypus, mm. which is just such a unique and odd creature. Yeah. It's yep. such a mismatch of different <laughs> random stuff. Uh, half beaver, half duck, basically. And then uh, looking up different facts about it, it just is basically the rebel of the animal world. It <laughs> seems determined to not be like any other animal, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they have a hard time classifying it. Right. Uh, one of the cool things about it is uh, people thought for, at first when they discovered it, and you know they brought back pelts and mm -hmm. and skeletons and whatever. People at first thought it was a hoax. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, Ripley's, believe it or not, for the longest... No, it was the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Okay. They had this huge hoax going on for the longest time about this little merman or whatever where mm -hmm. they... A mermaid. It was uh, the Fiji uh, mermaid, I believe. Yeah, and it was like a little monkey skeleton fused yep. with a fish skeleton. Yep, yep. So hoaxes like that, and they th that that's what they thought the duck mm -hmm. platypus was. <laughs> and even when they brought in live ones... People still, for a while, thought there's there's some sort of That's trick. Funny. People, you know, they must have sewn. Right, web, right. webbed feet on this creature or something wow. yeah so crazy yeah that's kind of cool and mm -hmm. then it's got a back foot ankle spur which is venomous mm. which it can't kill you um but it could kill like dogs right yeah. um probably could kill small children actually if you think hmm. about it um but uh it's not lethal to a full grown adult however uh, there was one guy who got stung by a platypus in his arm, and he lost all feeling in that arm. Yeah. Permanently. Huh. So. Oh, permanently. Huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, don't mess with the platypus. Uh, they're just really cool creatures. They can hunt blind and deaf, deaf and uh, without smell uh, hmm. underwater. They they close their eyes. They shut off all other senses so that they can use electroreception, oh, yeah. where they uh, sense the electrical movements of little shrimp and mm -hmm. plankton and algae and whatever else that they eat. Uh, a couple more cool things. They scoop up gravel as they're rooting around in the mud for creatures, and then they use them as dentures to help <laughs> them break up their prey and chomp them down. Hmm. Uh, 
They don't have a stomach. Their esophagus just goes right into their intestine. Hmm. And contrary to what we all would think, the plural of platypus is not platypi. <laughs> it's actually platypuses. Yeah. And I looked up the venery, mm-hmm. and it's a puddle of platypuses. I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's my number 10. I couldn't think of a really famous platypus. Boy. If you guys can think of one, let me know. Post a comment. Hmm, yeah. But yeah, I was I, I was stumped. Off the top of my head. All right. Well, my number nine. Another kind of funny animal. I don't know why. I su- I seem to gravitate towards the kind of funny animals. Really, there's a few on the list, uh, and that is the moose, the mighty moose, <laughs> which just has a great name. First of all, it is moose. fun to say. Although, uh, did you know that what we call moose, the British call elk. And, of course, we call, there's a different species of deer that we call elk, that we Americans call elk. Uh, and I do really like elk as well. Those are those are right up there with moose for me. Mm. But I'll give it to the moose. Um, I don't know. There's something about the, just the big, the big funny faces they have, the real big antlers with the paddles they have, those big paddles. Uh, very distinct looking animal. Uh, I don't know. There's something, even though they look kind of silly almost, there's something kind of noble about, about the moose. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the moose. So uh, speaking of their paddles, and those are the the sort of broad uh, tips they have on their antlers. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Well, did you know they lose those every winter? Yes. And then they grow back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yep, they're always shedding those that top of their top of their antlers there. Yeah, even though they're so big, they always shed them. Yep. Crazy. They uh, they kind of got got the short end of the stick on the on venery day. I guess they were last in line because you just call them. It's just a herd of moose. Hmm. Nothing fun. They were for the bored moose. by that point. Tired of. I guess this so. Just, just put just put a herd for the rest of them, Nigel. Righty ho. <laughs> so a herd of moose and most famous fictional moose gotta be Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle yeah. J Moose. Not yeah. too not too many moose either. On the uh, there's right. not too many children's stories or. Or books with moose. Although there is a, if you give a moose a muffin, there's a children's book with a moose. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Have you heard of if you give a mouse a cookie? I have, yes. Oh, they made a bunch of them after oh, that. Oh, okay. If you give a pig a pancake, if you give a moose a muffin, that's you fun. Give a mouse two cookies. I don't know. I, mean, I think I made that one up. That's awesome. But if you yeah, give there's a bunch pig of those. A pancake. It's just fun to say. <laughs> yep. So that's my number nine, the moose. That could be a new way of saying like I don't care. I don't give a pig a pancake or something like that. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of getting the short end of venery, my number nine falls into that category. It's the millipede. Oh. Now, this is not to be confused with the centipede, which is a really Ugh. creepy, nasty creature. They're no. both creepy, nasty. Millipedes are not poisonous, and they're a lot slower. They just, if you... Catch one and it starts to feel threatened. A lot of times it'll just curl up into a little ball. And I like hmm. them just because they're kind of uh, kind of fun to hold. They can just uh, crawl around on, on your ooh. hand. Now, I wouldn't want to fall into a whole nest of them. But growing up, you know, it's one of the few bugs and insects that I could tolerate. Hmm. And uh, wow. I would actively seek out and just get a millipede and watch its little legs move around. The little section, jointed sections moving. And, uh... It's slightly ticklish. It's not going to sting you or hurt you. or and it's really slow, so it's not going to crawl up into your clothes or anything. So, yeah, it's my number nine. Uh, fun facts. It, they do not have a thousand legs, contrary yeah, to their name. I didn't know that. The greatest amount that they've ever found on a millipede is 750 legs, oh, which close. is still a crazy amount of legs. 
but the more normal amount is anywhere from 36 legs to 400 legs. <laughs> the largest they've ever found is the giant African millipede at, get this, 15.2 inches. That's crazy. I know. And kind of gross. I know. And uh, I mentioned one of their ways of defending against themselves if they feel threatened is to curl up in a ball. Mm -hmm. Another thing they can do is they can secrete hydrogen cyanide gas. <laughs> um, really? Which for humans would just be maybe a, a mild irritant uh, to the nose or something. <laughs> but to, say, a frog or an ant or something, it's actually really poisonous and would burn up the skin and... Uh, really harm whatever's trying to attack it. Hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. I couldn't think of any famous millipedes in <laughs> pop culture or anything, mm -mm. so another one for you guys to there's a, scratch your heads about, see if you can come game up with one. called Millipede. Oh, okay. I've so, never heard of it. But there's not necessarily a character to go with yeah. it. So. Uh, so that's my number nine. Hmm. Well, I don't really get that one. I will say centipedes are a lot creepier. Yeah. Millipedes. No. We got centipedes no. in our house growing up, and those yeah. were really creepy. Those would be on my bottom ten animals, I think. Centipedes. Millipedes aren't as bad, but yeah, still, still creepy bugs. All right. So on to number eight. Mm -hmm. And for me, it is the hippopotamus. Ah, the hippopotamus. That is a really cool. Yeah, cool it sort animal. of straddles the line between. Uh, you look like kind of a funny, funny, weird creature, but on the other hand, I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of cool, and of course they're they're in real really life, very ferocious. They're really underestimated by people. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you know that they kill more humans every year than any other animal? Yeah, I mean, other That's than great. bugs, other yeah. than bugs, uh, mosquitoes. I think kill more people than. Oh really? Than any other creature. Yep. Well, yep. That's a scary. Because they carry diseases. I suppose so. so yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. still, yep. hippos, hippos more than sharks, oh, more yeah. than bears. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I guess because people take them for granted or they underestimate them. Mm -hmm. uh, how you wouldn't think a hippo could run very fast, but they actually they'll run at about around just under twenty miles an hour. A lot faster than a human can run. So yeah, well, than most humans. Than most humans. Usain Bolt, I think, hit twenty-eight miles per hour. Right. Well, he's. He's an Olympic athlete. Exactly, yeah. Fastest man in the world. He could outrun a hippo. A lot of people could outrun hippos, but 20 miles per hour? Yeah, couldn't keep that up for very long. No. Anyway, so, well, humans are more long-distance runners. Yeah. So, but hippos, yeah, very fast. Uh, let's see, hippo, hippopotamus, it's uh, from the Greek for river horse. Did you know that? So I guess, yes, I did I guess people that. thought they looked like horses there in the river. Uh, they were the only mammals with pink milk, which some say tastes like strawberry milk. I made that part up. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, only only mammals with pink milk, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, it, in fact, the the baby hippos, they nurse underwater, which I thought was really interesting. So they'd Probably take, safer down take there. Take a big breath and swim, oh. swim underwater and, oh. and, and nurse down there. Yeah, oh. isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. So, but kind of cool. And uh, George Washington had, had false teeth that were made out of hippo, hippo teeth, hippo ivory. Nuh-uh. He did. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have any wooden teeth, which is a common a common myth about George Washington. But uh yeah, so the term of venery is a bloat of hippopotamuses, which is very fitting. The best yet, I think. A bloat of hippopotamuses. That's amazing. And uh most famous fictional hippos, there's there's a few fictional hippos. I just went with the hungry hungry hippos. I'm going to say those are the most famous hippos. So yeah, I I kind of like them. I I wouldn't like them in real life, I'm sure, just because they are pretty nasty creatures. 
Um, you know, obviously wouldn't want one as a pet or anything like that, but at a zoo or as a, a character in a book with, with animal characters or something like that. Yeah, I really like the hippos. That's my number eight. All right, my number eight is the hummingbird. Mm. And yeah, those are cool. Yeah, very, very those neat very creatures. Uh, the venery of these is a charm of honey mm. hummingbirds. Nice. So it's, it's kind of interesting how you can sort of see, uh, get the feeling of these British people as they were <laughs> coming up with these. They thought hippos were really nasty creatures and thought <laughs> hummingbirds delicate, graceful things. So the average weight of a hummingbird is 1.5 grams less than that of a nickel. Crazy. So hold a nickel in your hand and think of how that weighs nothing. Mm. This is 1.5 grams less. Wow. They take 250 breaths per minute. Mm. Wow. And you would think they're pretty timid little creatures. Mm -hmm. You know, every time that you come near one, they fly away unless you're offering sugar water or something like that and sitting really really still. But they actually are very territorial, hmm. and once they've found a spot that they like, they will aggressively attack jays, crows, and hawks, birds wow. that are a lot a lot bigger than they are mm-hmm. and a lot more predatory. They will bite them off, hmm. which is kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's been really educational and informative <laughs> looking up these fun little facts. The most... I guess famous hummingbird that I could think of was Flit from Pocahontas. Mm. She's got yeah. the little hummingbird pal. Right, yeah. But I couldn't really think of any others. <laughs> so that's my number eight. Well, was there anything that you liked about what was oh, you yeah. liked about hummingbirds? Um, well, they're just really beautiful to watch. They're kind of pleasant to be around. It's it's soothing to hear the humming, and uh, I love just watching them fly around. Mm-hmm. One of my uncles had a hummingbird feeder, and several times they'd come and perch in the or stay flying in the air and, and dip in and out, which is, is just crazy how they can get enough food to support all of the all of the flying that they do. It's crazy they can fly backwards and up and down. They were the inspiration for the helicopter. Uh, <laughs> One of the neat things, another neat thing about them is uh, they are 97% efficient at converting the food they get into fuel. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I guess Yeah, have to if be. we could learn how to be that way and so many other things that with burning up fuel, that'd be, that'd be crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Which science does study animals for yeah. a lot of things to learn how to make things better for, for us. So. Definitely. Maybe someday they'll figure something out from how hummingbirds operate. So that is my number eight. Nice. All right. So my number seven is one of the most uh, solid, strong animals that I can think of, and it's the rhinoceros. Ooh, yeah. Very powerful animal. Very Another very distinct animal. Got that horn on the front. And uh, yeah, I always liked rhinoceroses. I remember the one thing that I always think of with rhinoceroses is an arcade game they had at Chuck E. Cheese when we were growing up, where you could go on a safari, and uh, you weren't shooting the animals. Instead, you were riding in your jeeps and throwing nets over the animals, which, not very realistic to throw a net over a rhinoceros while riding in a jeep, but it worked for an arcade game. It was pretty sweet. So anyway, uh, yeah, so rhinoceroses, their horn on the front, it's made of keratin, which is what our hair, you know, hair and fingernails are made out of. Right. Uh, it, but it's not just a clump of hair like uh, we used to think. I guess it's a lot more, a lot more regular, a lot more patterned. So a lot closer to something like a horse's hoof mm-hmm. there in the front. Um, 
Uh, did you know, and this is maybe the coolest fact yet, maybe the coolest fact that we'll talk about tonight, did you know there used to be woolly rhinoceroses? So you knew about the woolly mammoths. Huh. Did you know yeah, there were woolly know. rhinoceroses? Oh man, you've got to see a picture of this thing. Obviously a drawing. Because uh, they're all dead by now. But, uh, yeah, so cool. Oh, man, I wish they had woolly rhinoceroses still. Uh, you might know there's black and white rhinos. Did you know that? Black yes, rhinos, I did white know rhinos. that. Did yeah. you know black rhinos are actually gray and yeah. white rhinos are actually gray? They're both about the same color. Huh. Uh, nobody's quite sure where why they start calling white rhinos white rhinos. Not yes. exactly sure about the origin of that. And then the black rhino was just named to distinguish it from, from the white rhino. Is it rhino. darker gray? Not necessarily, no. No. No, it's about the same. Oh. Um, I think that I think they might be a little bit darker. Way to go, but, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and like the hippopotamus, it's also from Greek. means horn nose. The little, little obvious name there, Greeks. But a little, little on the nose there. But I guess that's okay. Uh, the venery, term of venery, a crash of rhinoceroses. So, very appropriate. Nice. Yep, that's a good one. Fictional rhinoceros. I mean, there's there's a few, but I chose Rocksteady, who is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. He's a humanoid rhino. I liked that cartoon when I was a kid. So, that's my number seven. Rhinoceros. All right. My... The Mighty Rhinoceros. My number seven is the elk, which you had mentioned no, the moose. The elk and the moose are yeah. pretty similar to my eyes. <laughs> I just think they're uh, very graceful. It's just calming to look at them. Hmm. Yeah, they're very, very noble animals. Yes, they are. And uh, some fun facts. Their antlers grow one inch a day. Crazy. And wow. they can weigh up to 40 pounds. The antlers, yeah. The antlers, yeah. Right, which right. is pretty crazy it's to the think same about. for moose actually 40 pounds yep yep and a group of them is called a gang of elk <laughs> or a herd mm -hmm. and the most famous ones that i could think of i think they're elk might be moose are the ones off of brother bear i don't remember what they're those called. are moose okay. we'll have to show yeah. you a picture of a moose and a picture of an elk okay. you can elk you can see the difference. elk don't have the the really thick antlers they have thinner the, antlers yeah. their their snouts yeah aren't as big i think they're they're more beautiful to look at because the yeah uh, i'd say they're the more... moose is a little more like a cow i think yeah yeah i can see that so. the moose are a little bit funnier looking yeah i so, like elk as well i could go for elk. that's my number seven elk nice all right my number six it's probably the most playful animal i can think of what what do you think of when you think of playful animals dogs mm -hmm. dogs are playful anything else Dolphins? Mm-hmm. I'd say dolphins are pretty playful. What uh, else? One more. Children? Animals, I said. <laughs> that could be debated. Um, uh, otters. Yes, otters. Yeah. That's my number six, the otters. Just really fun to watch them frolicking around. Seem like super friendly animals. Probably not best to have them as pets, I'm guessing. I don't, I don't know that you really have domesticated otters, which is a shame because they seem like they would make really cool pets. Uh, well, maybe you could. I know there's people that have... Have uh, stoats, or maybe not stoats. What's the other thing? Not weasels. Mm. Well, they're all related, and I know some people have some similar animals like that as pets. I don't remember the specific one I'm thinking of. But anyway, I don't think they make very good pets. But uh, river otters swimming around in the rivers, playing around. Uh, sea otters, did you know? I see otters. Did you know that sea otters were not discovered until 1751? Founding fathers of America were all... All kicking, all running around when sea otters were discovered. Huh. I didn't realize it, it was that late. It's kind of there's a lot of animals like that, but it's still kind say, of weird it to seems think about. Like not that big of a deal. What do you mean? 1751? Well, they... That's very recent. They didn't even know about sea otters. 
the sixth best animal in the world. Oh, honey. So, uh, did you know they use tools? Ever seen them go onto their back with a rock to crack open some shell creature? Yeah, I have, creature? actually. Yeah, that's pretty yep. cool. So, using tools. Very clever animal. The term of venery is a romp of otters. So that's yep. fun. Or yeah. also a bevy of otters, which is also pretty good. Uh-huh. Not a lot of fictional otters. Uh, there were a few to choose from. I just went with the otters from the Redwall book series. Yeah. By Brian skipper. Jakes. Yep. There's always so, a skipper. A bunch of otters in the in that book series. Which is a good so. book series. You guys should check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our kids read those, probably. So that's my number six. The otter. A playful otter. All right. My number six is the giraffe, <laughs> which is a really cool creature. I just love looking at them. They're so tall, and mm-hmm. for all that they're really gangly, they're really graceful. And mm-hmm. uh, while they don't appear to move fast, they yeah. actually can get a pretty can get pretty good speed uh, when they run. And even when they they walk, they seem like they're really slow, but each step covers a lot of ground. Mm. And it's neat. I've uh, I've never been able to do this, but I think sometime it'd be neat to actually feed them. Mm. Uh, you uh, know, yeah. like on some of those tours where you can yeah, feed them leaves that and stuff. Times. That'd be really Lives neat. Leaves. Uh, so yeah, looking up fun facts about them. Uh, boy, just their mouth is a crazy place. Just how <laughs> how thick they're. Uh, tongue, like their tongue is made for reaching out really mm-hmm. long distances. The reason it's black okay. is so that it won't get sunburned. Hmm. Well, Since, you know, it spends a good much, huh? good amount of time, yeah, out in the sun. But on to the really cool stuff. They only need between 10 minutes and 2 hours of daily sleep. Hmm. Just think about if you had to run on 10 minutes of sleep. For a day. I wish I could do that. I'd take two hours. Man, think of how much stuff we'd get done. Uh, if I could do two hours of sleep at night and feel refreshed. Maybe everything. we'd run out of stuff to do, though. Probably not. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> got 400 yeah, books I want to read. think all the books you could read. All the and, yeah. papers and stuff sitting around. Stuff to do. Yeah, the giraffes have, have really neat biology. Uh, I don't. I didn't look anything up because they're not on my list. But just off the top of my head, there's something about how they're how their body moves blood around because of, uh, you know, they have those really long necks and they have to get the blood up to the top. So their heart has to do a lot of work just to get the blood pumped up that high. And then when their head goes down, uh, you don't want the blood to keep rushing towards the head. So I, I don't remember exactly what it does. I'll have to look it up and put it in it the show notes. Off, it closes off like valves in the spine okay. or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, there's some something like that where it, and then it diffuses the blood that's already up in the head so that they don't pass out. And then of course it smoothly starts working again when they when their necks go back up. So really cool creatures. Some other cool facts about them are they only need to drink once a day because when they bend over, you know, and they've got to sprawl their legs out really wide, then they're really vulnerable. So. Uh, they only drink once a day so that they're only vulnerable once. And the babies almost never need to drink because they're so good at conserving water and moisture. Because a giraffe doesn't sweat, so it doesn't lose moisture that way. Uh, let's see, what else? They helped with space travel. So when baby giraffes are born, the blood vessels in their gira- in their legs quickly thicken, which enables them to walk within their first hour after being born. Crazy. And people had found that 
from prolonged space travel, time spent in space, the veins in your legs would get thinner and weaker because they get lazy from you being weightless so they didn't have to support you so the the veins just stopped Atrophy. working as hard and then you go back down to earth and that would right. cause all sorts of problems yep. so people studied how the giraffe how the giraffe's body works and they invented this procedure called lower body negative pressure i think it's called yeah lower body negative pressure where it inflates your the veins in your legs somehow i i'm not sure on the science of it we'll post a link to some articles about it but it's really cool how uh studying giraffes has helped people become better at space travel hmm. all right on to some really crazy facts giraffes can kick in any direction mm-hmm and they can kick so forcefully, they can decapitate a lion. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then one last cool thing about them is uh, the Egyptians gave them as gifts to royal personages or people they wanted to impress. And one person that they gave them to was Julius Caesar, <laughs> which to show his might and power and how much people reverenced him, he paraded it in the in the arena and then had lions come out and kill it. Nice, Just nice. to show that he can do whatever he wants. Huh. So that's my number six giraffe. The venery for them is a tower of giraffes. <laughs> and I guess one of the more famous giraffes in pop culture is Melman from Madagascar. Oh, yeah, I left off yeah. any Madagascar animals. I haven't seen those movies. I have seen parts of them. I would have said Jeffrey the giraffe from, from Toys R Us. He's the Toys R Us logo. Oh. The mascot. Oh, wow. That's That's been ages since I've really been to Toys R Us frequently enough to remember that. Do you know who the who the mascot of McDonald's is? Yeah, Ronald, Ronald McDonald. Well, how do you not know Jeffrey the Giraffe? Anyway. Uh-uh. Are you kidding? Yeah. What? You never see him on, on anything McDonald's no, on com- related. Ronald? No, the giraffe. He's not for McDonald's. He's for Toys R Us. I'm, oh. sa- I'm saying just because you haven't been there in a long time, you should still, uh, well, you should still yeah, know this. But you should still have them in your mind. I suppose. Related. Anyway, we can go with the Madagascar Moving one. Moving on. All right. On to number five, the gorilla, which yeah. when I was a kid, it was my favorite animal. Down to number five. Still pretty high. Still like the gorillas. But I don't know. I think it's the sort of the, the male gorillas sort of how they walk around on their knuckles and their back paws and, you know, beat their chests and swinging through the trees, doing all that stuff. I don't know. I always felt that they were some of the uh, most fearsome animals. But yeah, seeing the gorillas wandering around, charging around on their knuckles and their back paws and swinging through the trees with Tarzan and beating on their chests. I don't know. I always thought thought they were really cool animals. Let's see. Some... Fun facts about the gorillas. Did you know that they have unique nose prints? Like we have unique fingerprints. And giraffes have unique coats. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm, I think zebras do as well. Zebras yeah, have might. unique stripes. Yep. A, a group of gorillas is called a band of gorillas. Okay. And there's a lot of famous gorillas, actually, in fiction. I went with King Kong. Yeah. He's probably the most famous of the gorillas. So... That's my number five. All right, my number five is the dolphin, which a group of them is called a school of dolphins or a pod. I've heard Um, pod. Some 
Some things I like about dolphins is just how they just seem so friendly. And it's cool that they can be trained to do tricks and jump through hoops and balance stuff. And uh, they just seem like a, a really playful, friendly sea creature, which most sea creatures don't seem very like things that you'd really want to mess with. Maybe maybe a few whales or turtles you might you might get away with playing around with, but most sea creatures I think you should have a healthy respect for. <laughs> but dolphins they I can't think of any instances where they've they've uh, harmed humans. If there are, uh, feel free to let me know and <laughs> prove me wrong. Crush that dream. But yeah, they just seem really nice. Uh, I love their sleek, smooth shape. Some cool facts about them. They are actually carnivores, which mm. I guess when you think about it, I did already know that. But, uh, you know, they eat fish right. and squid and also crustaceans. They uh, hear frequencies that are ten times greater than what humans can hear. And killer whales are actually dolphins. They are mm -hmm. part of the dolphin genre Orca. group species. Yeah. So they are misnamed as whales. <laughs> so that's my number five, are dolphins. I would love to someday go swimming with them. That's, mm. that's one of my dreams. <laughs> yeah, I like dolphins. So on to number four for me. Number four, I like birds of prey. I think, uh, I think we all kind of like birds to some degree, at least seeing them fly around. Like vultures. I said birds. We all like to see birds. Those are birds of prey. You said you like birds of prey. Yeah, I like birds of prey. You know, the like falcons, vultures. eagles. Yeah, vultures are cool, too. Uh, no, those are nasty Condors. Creatures. Oh, yeah. Hawks, falcons. Hawks and falcons are really cool. Mm -hmm. Very, very noble. Of course, the, as Americans, we like bald eagles. Yeah. And bald eagle, I could easily put as my number four. But I'm going to give the edge as my favorite bird of prey and my number four animal to the owl. Very, very neat. They are so silent at night. They can fly silently. They're, you know, they can turn their heads almost all the way around. They can see in the dark. Very fierce hunters. Super good hearing. I think I think they look really cool. Now, of course, they make horrible pets. You'd never <laughs> want to have one as a pet. Uh, they, they. I don't know why anybody would want to have a bird as a pet. Right. Well, these are worse than normal. I, I think they they eat only certain animals right. and then they throw them up i think they regurgitate yeah. them and oh that's gross things like that they're, they're obviously up really at all hours messy. of the night things yeah. like that yeah really messy so a horrible horrible pet uh some sometimes kind of creepy the uh if you've never heard a barn owl hiss it's kind of creepy we'll link to that yeah, yeah it's sort of actually, like a hissing snake i actually was surprised thing. that this was still on your list because uh after li listening to that YouTube video, then uh, yeah, oh, well, you know, we were getting pretty creeped out about it. I was getting freaked out too. It was, it was a little Just... creepy, no, but I mean, I still like rhinos, even though in real life I wouldn't ever go hang out with a rhino. So yeah, no, I like, I still like owls. They're really cool. I think I like owls best, sort of in you know, as characters in books and things like that. Yeah, the but, wise right, the creature, wise old owl. Yeah, that's a very common trope, very common fictional creature. Yeah. I I had to only pick one, so and I'm not sure if it's quite the most famous, but I picked Archimedes. He's mm -hmm. from the Once and Future King book, or you might be more familiar with the Disney movie <laughs> uh, Sword in the Stone, mm -hmm. which is based off the first book in T. H. White's Once and Future King. And let's see. A parliament of owls is what you call a group of owls. It's the term of entry. Which, of course, led to the, the part in C.S. Lewis's 
Chronicles of Narnia book, The Silver Chair, where mm-hmm. a bunch of owls meet together and they have their parliament of owls, and it's like an English parliament, sort of. Uh, yep, that's that's my number four. That's All the right. owl. My number wise four owl. is, I guess, pretty common and ordinary, but it's a dog. I love dogs. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just playful, friendly creatures, very loyal. Uh, there's so many stories of dogs that rescue people, that help you out in so many different ways. And yeah, they're just such such a sweet animal. Now, obviously, there's a lot that of dogs that can be really nasty, but uh, to their masters, they're really loyal and friendly. Just got to be on the good side of them. I guess my favorite animal, favorite dogs would be the Golden Retriever. And uh, just because they're such a beautiful dog, so mm-hmm. friendly. Uh, the German Shepherd, very intelligent. Yep. You're always, you're always going to look good if you've got a German Shepherd strolling <laughs> beside you. And people are definitely going to think three times before they consider messing with you. <laughs> and then Cocker Spaniels, we had one uh, in Honduras. And just a sweet, friendly dog. So those are, I guess, my favorite ones. Uh, golden retrievers are often used in search and rescue. They are the fourth smartest dog, um, <laughs> right behind German Shepherds, actually. And they're very easy to train. A group of dogs is called a kennel of dogs. <laughs> and one of the more famous dogs that came to my mind was Airbud. Yep, yep. So that's my number four. All right. So my number three is the octopus. And, man, what what oh, amazing, crazy creatures creepy. the octopuses are. Yeah, I can see how you'd think they're creepy with the, the tentacles and the suction cups, almost like sea spiders or something. And, well, I'd say crabs are more like sea spiders. And just watch a couple of videos on YouTube to see how crazy they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're really amazing. But I just seeing them seeing them swim through the water, the way they move with their legs, very graceful, mm-hmm. um, super smart. I mean, they can use tools. They can unscrew bottles. They can unscrew the, the lids off, oh, off bottles. I did not know that. Yeah, they're, they're really, really smart. Uh, they, I've heard a lot of really neat stories about octopuses. Well, they're neat for me since I wasn't there, but uh, things <laughs> like uh, the uh, octopus at an aquarium where in the tank next to it all these fish kept disappearing and so they finally set up a video camera and the octopus was at night climbing over into an adjacent Ah! water tank and eating the fish and then climbing back Ah! Uh, yeah really really smart they're all venomous all octopuses are venomous but it's not all deadly to humans yeah Uh, some are some aren't uh the camouflage which is what you were referring to Mm -hmm. crazy crazy camouflage uh you know people think of chameleons of course as as the camouflage animals no they don't even Um, come but right i believe chameleons actually uh, tend to change color based on emotions actually Hmm. and just you know if they're sick they'll be a different color things like that um but yeah the the octopus crazy crazy we'll we'll put a link to uh one video that i really like showing the how they can really match the colors that they're next to Uh, they they're so flexible they can even change the shape of their bodies Uh to uh to match up uh, you know, with their camouflage. So if they're camouflaging themselves as a plant, they can change the mm-hmm. shape of their body into that that same shape as the plant. Well, and they can really squeeze amazing. into really tiny cracks. Yep, yep. Because they're just so flexible. And... Right, no bones, of course, yeah. invertebrates. Yep, crazy, crazy. Uh, the the cloud of ink that they leave behind when they're trying to escape from an enemy just to kind of confuse them. 
Uh, I think it it even affects the uh, the smelling of the animal, huh. you know, so they can't scent the octopus. So amazing, amazing creatures. I really like octopuses. So the term of venery for them, there isn't one actually. At least there wasn't one in any of the the old right. books. So you know, we we should just make one up. And uh, someone online suggested an ink cloud of octopuses. Yeah. Which you might notice I just said octopuses, and like a previous animal you mentioned, platypuses, like the platypus, uh, it's so. I mean, you can say octopi, that's fine, but it's actually octopuses, and people saying octopi are thinking of it as you no, know, they're thinking of it as the Latin end of us, and then you plural, right. and it's an I, uh, but it's not from Latin. Huh. So um, I think if you were going to be really technical grammar Nazi about it. Which we you, would, are. you would say octopuses huh. rather than octopi, but you know, octopi is in the dictionary too. So right. knock yourself out. You can call. You can say octopi. Uh, most famous fictional octopus. You might not like this, but it's Squidward tentacles from the SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon. Yes. Even though he is squid in his name, he's actually an octopus. He only has six legs, but that's just for. It's easier to animate yeah. Yeah. with six legs. So that's my number. Three, the octopus. All right, my number three, while we're on sea creatures, mine is the manta ray. Mm -hmm. So think stingray without the stinger. (laughs) And uh, those are beautiful creatures. You were talking about the octopus being graceful. Mm -hmm. That's the manta ray times ten. They just float and glide glide through the water, so gentle uh, at some of the... Uh, aquariums and stuff that I visited. They had little petting zoo areas, mm-hmm. and you could pet manta rays as they would glide around in the shallow pool, and their backs just feel like velvet. So smooth and, <laughs> and velvety. Oh, I love it. And I I talked earlier about swimming with dolphins. I would love to go swimming with manta rays mm-hmm. as well. Just beautiful, graceful creatures. So a cool fact about them is their pups are born rolled up like burritos. (laughs) Uh, So I thought that was neat. And then the largest wingspan ever recorded of one is 25 feet. Wow. Yeah. Imagine how many people you could fit on (laughs) one of those. (laughs) So that would be, that'd be really cool is to ride on a really large manta ray. (laughs) But I don't suppose that'll ever happen until like the millennium when Millennial reign when all the animals are friendly with humans again. <laughs> yep. Uh, the most famous manta ray that I could think of was the teacher in Finding Nemo. Yeah, the probably one that so. goes around singing mm-hmm. random songs that he just makes up on the fly. So that's my number three, right. manta rays. Yeah, a little personal story about manta rays and maybe make you jealous a little bit, even though I know you, you've heard this story before. But about about ten years ago now, we were in Hawaii for vacation, my family. And we went to SeaWorld there in Hawaii. And so, you know, go through SeaWorld, see the different things at the aquariums and such. Got to one of the areas where you could swim with the animals. You know, pay some money, swim with the animals. And it was, uh, I don't remember the exact money totals, but it was something like $80 swim with the dolphins. $80 one person swim with the sea turtles. Swim with the manta rays, $40. And at first I think, well, why why are the manta rays less? Why would it be so much cheaper? Um, But that was right after Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, died in in a freak accident with a, it was a stingray that actually got him, uh, barbed him, and uh, he died that way. So in a 
funny not funny way that was how we got to swim with the manta rays it was so much cheaper so me and my brother matt got to put on go put on the wetsuit and go out into the pool and there's all these different manta rays swimming around just all real graceful and yeah it was really neat they're really soft like i I think you said you felt them in the petting zoo so yeah so that was a really neat experience uh, and uh, I guess it was only because a lot of people were really skittish about swimming right. with them right after just that accident, um, which it was a, it was a different of kind it. of right. a different species or whatever. But yep, yep. Maybe swimming someday. with the manta rays. Maybe someday. All right. What's your number two? All right. So my number two. So you were talking about dogs earlier, and I like dogs all right, and I like cats all right. I don't have anything on my list that is a pet. Because I'm not a big pet person. I like animals. I like them in books. You know, talking animals. Those are cool. Animals with hats, I always say. is one of my favorite things. Uh, you know, sort of the anthropomorphic animals. Right. So I don't have any of those on my list. But I do like cats, especially big cats. That's that's more what I like. Very sleek. Yeah. Very, very graceful. Uh, very neat. And if I had to pick one, I, I do like panthers a lot. So panthers well, could, kind of, could really easily be guess. here. I like panthers. But if I had to pick one, at least today, I'm going to give it to the snow leopard. Oh, yeah. I do like, I, I like regular leopards, too. Snow leopards, yeah. It's so beautiful with the real, uh, really nice white, real light gray mm-hmm. pelts. Um, so sleek. They're, they're smaller, thinner, I think, than a lot of, a lot of the big cats. Only found in the mountains. Uh, they're, I think, I don't know if they're endangered or, or anything like that, but they're a lot less common uh, like you never really think about snow leopards you hear about uh, tigers or lions or or panthers in a lot of stories or you might see them at the zoo a lot more often than you'd see snow leopards i don't know i've always liked snow leopards i i did have a stuffed animal snow leopard growing up his name was leopard and uh maybe that was when i started liking them but that's precious <laughs> so snow leopards did you know they can't growl no like i didn't almost know all that. the other cats yep huh. can't growl they just don't have the vocal cords for it oh so Yep. A, the there's no term of venery for snow leopards specifically, but for leopards, which I, they would fall under, uh, you would call it a leap of leopards. Okay. And then again, I don't think there are any fictional snow leopards that I know of. There might be some book somewhere, but uh, so I just put on put down the most famous panther that I could think of, and that was Bagheera from oh, yeah. Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. Bagheera. <laughs> So that's my number two. The big cats, specifically the snow leopard. All right, my number two. Uh, I like horses, but more specifically, I think stallions are just <laughs> gorgeous creatures. There is something so fine, and we've we've said uh, so many animals seem noble. There is mm-hmm. something so noble mm-hmm. about a stallion prancing along. Uh, or running around in in the wild with its mane streaming out behind it. It's just beautiful. I love I love watching uh, running horses. If you've never been on a running horse, <laughs> that is something you have to experience. There is nothing like it that I've ever felt before. <laughs> I've ridden a lot of roller coasters, been on, you know, a bunch of rides where, you know, they suddenly drop you and mm-hmm. do all these crazy things. But there is something so thrilling about feeling the muscles of a horse just suddenly bunch up under you as it leaps forward and... <laughs> 
it just carries you along with it. I can't explain it, but wow. And the one that was the one time that I've been on a galloping horse. It wasn't this, you know, big wonderful horse. It was just this old tired pony, but for some reason it got spooked and it bolted under me. <laughs> and I was terrified trying to get it back under control, but at the same time, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to ride this out as long as I can." And then we whipped around the corner and the trail guy got all mad cuz I was running mm-hmm. my horse and I was like I didn't tr- I didn't try to run my horse he just bolted for whatever stupid reason but anyway tangent there uh yeah learn how to ride so that you can be on a galloping horse it's an unbelievable feeling or just do what Melissa did and make your horse run when you're not supposed to I didn't make it run <laughs> so some cool facts about stallions or I guess horses in general The fastest gallop was 55 miles per hour. Crazy. Uh, Their eyes can see almost 360 degrees all around since they're in the side of their heads, uh, which is pretty crazy to think about. Uh, The highest horse uh, standing up, uh, or I guess just standing on its four legs, uh, was... They usually measure them to to the shoulder. Right, but still, to the shoulder... It was over seven feet. Wow. Yeah. The longest leap over water was over 27 feet. Hmm. That's crazy. I can't even fathom a horse leaping that far. (laughs) And then the highest leap was over eight feet tall. So there's just crazy things that horses can do. It's really neat to uh, see some shows. Now, I don't like to watch them very often because after a while they all look kind of samey but some of those shows where uh people take their horses and they prance them around and time the music and then make the horse walk certain ways uh it's really neat to see the control that the master has over the horse and how the horse is perfectly trained to do certain things at just the, these slight little nudges from the knees or from the reins or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a group of horses is called a herd, which is boring. <laughs> uh, the most, Some of the more famous horses that I could think of were Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, mm. or the Black Stallion from Black Stallion. the books. That was actually the one that I thought of first, but I was like, yeah. well, more people would probably know about Spirit. Well, so. I think Spirit is kind of a obscure really okay movie yeah yep black black beauty that's a famous the horse. black stallion is different from black beauty. i know i think black beauty might even cooler. be more famous yeah i'm sure it is yep shaitan was the black stallion's real name hmm. satan, satan in arabic yeah yep. hmm. fun fact for you what was it that was the what was the longest jump again uh over water 27 hmm. feet okay because uh the world long jump record for a human, 29 feet. Are you Four kidding? and a quarter inches. So, yeah. Oh, Take that, horses. Well, Humans still got your beat. Wow. In your face, horse. How do you even jump that far? Good I don't grief. Know. Back in 1991. Wow, that's crazy. So, yep. All right, that so what's, crazy. Your, what's your number one? All right, number one. The greatest animal. The greatest for you. animal. Not just for me. For you. The greatest animal in the world. The bear. I knew it. Oh, the bear. Wow. Slap a bear on there. What an amazing animal. What an amazing animal. I mean, uh, they're just everything that you'd ever want in an animal. They're powerful. They're they they can be, you know, sort of they can be sort of uh just the friendly, take it easy, wander around animal. Uh there's you know, from time immemorial we've had uh not tame bears but bears in not a tame in animal entertainment you know the the dancing bear at the circus whenever 
So there are bear trainers and things like that. But of course, it's 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 really a wild animal. You know, it's very powerful and a very fierce, great. Uh, you know, maybe not a great hunter necessarily. I think they mostly they'll eat you know berries and and fruits and they'll eat fish and things like yeah. that. But uh, I don't know. The bears are very majestic, very neat to watch them run around, uh, very fast. Uh, they kind of scare me. Well, I mean, yeah, like I'm sure if I were lo- if I were locked in a land. room with one, yeah. But no, oh, the bears, so cool. And I won't bore you with all the bear facts because I can make a top ten list of cool bear facts. Huh. But I'll just I'll just give you a couple. So, uh, you know, uh, North American black bears, of course, are are one of the species of bears. Did you know that some of those are not black? Not all black bears are black. There's They're gray black bears. Color. They're blonde black bears. They shouldn't be judging. Each There's other. even white black bears. That's right. Which the Native Americans <laughs> called spirit bears, and they were, huh. they held some they worship them. special spiritual significance. I don't know if they worship them but or they if they were just a little more sacred. Maybe. Yeah, there's some yeah. sort of sacred special spirit bears because uh, very rare that you'd have a white yeah. black bear. But, uh, I thought that was kind of neat. And then, so uh, you think of bears from North America. Of course, you got the black bears, grizzly bears, which if I had to pick a, a favorite bear, it might be the grizzly bear. Think of bears in the Arctic. You know, you've got the polar bears, right. also very cool. Uh, and let's see, you've Asian. got your, your Asian bears, like the panda, panda bear, of course, most famous, which I really like pandas too. Yeah. And there's, uh, are, there, are there bears in Australia? I'm not sure if there's bears in Australia. Uh, Australia's kind of all on its own. But one continent, very much known, and you very much think of all the different crazy animals in it and very exotic animals, Africa right. does not have any bears. Aww. Ever think about that? There's no bears in Africa. But there used to be the Atlas bears used no, to, used to live in Africa. Yeah, oh man, the Atlas bears. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, they think that the time that they, they most got hunted to extinction was during the Roman Empire. The Romans would come, they'd take these bears, they'd export them, um, take, they captured a bunch of them and brought them to the Colosseum right, in Rome. Games. Yep, for the games that they'd have there. And I guess a lot of them were hunted and they died out, unfortunately. Aww, no more sad. Atlas bears. Yep, so there's a couple pieces of bear trivia for you. So the venery, term of venery for bears, a sleuth of bears, which is the oh, coolest term of venery. A sleuth of bears. I'm such a nerd. Famous fictional bears, there have been so, 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 so many. Yeah. Just to pick one, probably Winnie the Pooh is the most well-known and well-loved bear, I would say. Okay, so my number one, the greatest animal of all time. And when I say great, I really do mean it is a great animal. It's a great big animal. It's the African elephant. Okay, we've talked about majestic or noble-looking creatures. Yeah, these are just so majestic. Uh, they have, there's so many crazy cool facts about them. The predators of the Sahara don't mess with these, these creatures unless they're like old and sick. Uh, now the African elephant is very different from the Indian elephant. Uh, I don't know, the Indian elephant's a lot smaller, a lot more puny looking, so I'm not really impressed by them. But the African elephant, something to be admired for sure. Uh, Some cool facts about them. They can swim for long distances, Hmm. which uh, I guess you wouldn't think that they would really even float at all with how big (laughs) and heavy they are. But I guess all of that makes them buoyant. 
They spend 16 or so hours a day eating yeah. just to fuel those big bodies. Right. Uh, the ear from the bull, uh, from a bull elephant, can weigh over 100 pounds, just one mm. ear. Well, and that would be the African elephant. Of the African elephant, right. yeah. Uh, that is, that's outrageous to think just of <laughs> how much weight is on an elephant. Mm -hmm. uh, when the mothers ha are pregnant with babies... Uh, gestation is two years. Yep, Can you yep. imagine being pregnant for two years? And then uh, the trunk is used for so many things, uh, breathing and grabbing things and hosing themselves down and smelling and stuff. And it has 100,000 muscles in it. It's a really uh, crazy aspect of them. And a group of African elephants is called a parade or a group of elephants in general, actually. And I guess the most famous elephant that I can think of would probably be Dumbo, oh, which is such... Babar. Good old Babar. It, those are both dumb names for such a majestic creature. Dumbo and Babar. Babar is more well done, globally at least. What's the what's the name of the colonel on Jungle Book? I'd rather mm. go with him. Maybe he's just called Colonel. Colonel Dumbo? No. All right, so that's our 10 favorite animals. Let us know which animals you like, which animals we should have on our list. Any interesting animal facts that we missed, you can email us, tto at coser.us, or go to our website, which most people have done, tto.coser.us. This episode is episode 14, so you can go straight to the page for the episode by going to tto.coser.us slash 14, and we'll include our show notes there. Along with any links... Right, we'll include the links in the show notes. Right. Our next episode, episode 15, will be top 10 catchphrases of a certain acquaintance of ours. It will be a tribute. Yes. So, until next time, I'm Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. So, what would be in your bottom ten animals? It'd be centipedes for me, roaches. Yeah, roaches. Uh, Maybe spiders. Spiders aren't great. Tarantulas especially, I guess. Yeah, mm. spiders are going to make it on there. Uh, sharks. Terrible animals. No, I kind of like sharks. Kind of neat. Uh, um, I don't want to ever be anywhere near them. Well, I don't want to be anywhere near most of these animals. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near a snow leopard, but they're still cool. Uh, uh, they just freak me out too much. Hmm. Uh, I guess mostly insects and yeah, creepy insect. crawlies. If we're going for annoyance, birds as pets, parrots. Yeah, parrots but are I like really them at zoos and things. Suppose in a pet store, pretty neat. Mm, furless dogs. Ugh, furless cats. Weird. Yeah, those two. Yeah, just kind of wrinkly. They're just gross to the look folds. at. The folds. The folds. <laughs> Cats should not have hairless folds. <laughs>